It's game time. Uh-huh. The kid Gowie. Yeah. Ravens Nation. Asia. All we know is purple and black. You and if you're not a Ravens fan, welcome. Welcome to Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. MT Bank Stadium. Uh-huh. Where opponents don't make it out alive unless we bury them. Every team be afraid of them, especially on the quarterbacks. Wow. Cause Ruben sucks and I won't hesitate to leave you set. Let's take a minute, go back to Super Bowl 35. Yeah. Welcome back, Ravens Nation. We're here at the Worst Take Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm Makana. I'm with my co-host, Joshua. Say hello. Hey, what's going on, Ravens Nation? How you doing? Today's going to be a fun episode. Sorry we missed an episode last week, but we're back this week, and we're going to be doing or building a all-time Ravens team. So looking back at all the players who played for the Ravens over the last approximately 25 years. We're going to say who's the best at every position, make a, make a whole team out of it. So let's just jump right into it. Start with the most important position, not the Ravens' best position historically, but <laughs> quarterback. Who is the quarterback on your, your all-time Ravens team? Um, all-time? Hey, I'm going with Lamar Jackson, straight off the, straight off the rip. Um, even though he hasn't won us a Super Bowl, he's done a lot. I mean, he's brought a lot of excitement and and in the city and you know he makes games exciting um playing watching guys like you know Kyle Bola Joe Flacco those guys um those those, those were the heart attack games uh now since we got Lamar Jackson um it puts my heart at ease <laughs> you get oohs and ahs more more often so I'm going I'm going with Lamar how about you Mac now I think Lamar Jackson is probably the best player to ever play the quarterback position for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I'm going to go with Joe Flacco. Okay. And that's because on the last episode of the podcast, we talked about, maybe it was two episodes ago, it was, we were talking about Lamar and Lamar like won MVP and all that. But we talked about what really matters with the Ravens organization is winning the Super Bowl. Right. And, and Joe Flacco was somebody – and especially with this Ravens team, obviously we haven't talked about any other positions, but the way that the all-time Ravens team will be built, it'll be built more in the style where it's going to be a slow method, where you want a slow methodical offense rather than a big play defense like the Ravens mm-hmm. currently have, where it's all the turnovers, all of the sacks and everything like that, where it's all crazy and hectic all the time with a crazy offense, crazy defense. Whereas with, I think personally in a historical Ravens defense, it's going to be smash mouth football. And for me, I want Joe Flacco leading that because that's pretty much what he, when the Rivers were successful, that's what Joe Flacco was doing. When Joe Flacco had to sit back and throw 4,000 yards in a season, Ravens weren't good. So it's like, I want him handing the ball off and just doing what he does in January personally. But Okay. I definitely, I definitely see where you're going with that. I can't be mad at you. You know, uh, Joe in the playoffs is, 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 is something. It was something amazing. So I can't argue with that at all. I definitely can't argue with that at all. Now, what you think about running backs? I, I, with running backs now, I think we may have to do at least two or three at the max. Okay. So, I mean, my number one guy has to be Jamal Lewis. I mean – I think he's he's pretty easily the best running back in Ravens history. Well, Ray Rice had had a had a very solid career. Yeah. Jamal Lewis was 
like a premier premier running back in the NFL, which Ray Rice never never got into that real conversation. But he was good. I, I I'm going with Jamal. Yeah. Listen, when it came back to that time of football where it was like you say, it was smash mouth football. And if you know, you have a quarterback like uh Joe Flacco at the helm, um, Jamal Lewis is that guy. Jamal Lewis is that type of running back that will wear a defense down. He can give you 250 yards. I mean, hell, I think the man was about 230-something pounds. And, you know, he was just moving. You know, once he gets the ball, he had vision. He had daylight. He's up the, he's up the, side, he's up the sideline. So, oh, yeah. um, no, I, agree. I definitely agree with you with Jamal, with Jamal Lewis. Um, but I also, for my second back, it would have to be Ray Rice. I'm only saying that because – he brought that flair outside of the backfield too. You know, he can catch. He, can, he he's good with the checkdowns. He can make something happen out of nothing. I mean, let's not forget. You know, it, um, when we when we play against San Diego, when he it was fourth and seventeen, fourth and twenty nine, fourth and twenty nine. What, what was it? I forgot what was the saying? Hey, hey, diddle diddle up the middle, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So he made nothing. He he always made something out of nothing. And then, you know, you always think he'll go down and then until he put his hand on the ground and he's back up and he's still moving. So, you know, between Jamal Lewis and Ray Rice, that two tandem in an all-time Madden Ravens team, those two, those are two running backs that's that's hard to stop, in my opinion. Okay, I like it. So for my Running back, I'm putting quotes. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna run some wildcat, and and I'm gonna put a quarterback at the wildcat quarterback position. I'm gonna okay. put Lamar, okay, and as my quote unquote running back. Obviously, Lamar Lamar Jackson's a quarterback and all that stuff, but I'm gonna put him in to run the football, not not to be like my main passing guy. And I'm gonna put him, I'm gonna put him in like read option with Jamal Lewis. I mean, people have talked about like what would Lamar Jackson with like Derrick Henry now be? It's like if you have Lamar Jackson running read option with Jamal Lewis, not every play, so he gets his rest, and then That's he's scary. able to come back in. And obviously, like <laughs> if you want to throw the football, you can. But like, I don't know. I'm gonna throw a wild card and say Lamar Jackson as my second. I'm not gonna just call it second running back. I'm gonna call it second runner of the football. Okay. So he's still quarterback, um, but he's gonna be running the football more. But if if we're in the NFL running the wild card package. Lamar Jackson, for sure. That's the quarterback that's running that package. I love it. I, I love it. I can't. I I wouldn't be able to get enough of that, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Do you want to go to the most boring position, arguably in football, the fullback? Oh man. I mean, there's you know, really. <laughs> I would actually, for fullbacks, I would take Leron McLean for us. You would take McLean. Okay. Okay. I I would take now if I just wanted him for blocking, I would take Bonte Leach. But if I wanted to pass, Joe Flacco's familiar with him. I would probably go with with Usechek just to get that passing game going. But if I want a blocker, which is probably what this system's gonna be, I'm gonna go with Vontae Leach. But the Ravens have had some good fullbacks, so yeah, hey, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we're going smash out, if we going um the smash mouth football uh, route that the Ravens are known for, definitely Vontae Leach. Um, if we're going where if we're going in the route where all the running backs are hurt, I'm taking Lamar McClain. I mean, hell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot what season it was, but he, 
I think we played against the Dallas Cowboys, and he maybe rushed for about two hundred something yards. Yeah. And I think we won that game. And, and I was like, dang, this guy's a fullback, and he, you know he, he's running the ball like you know a regular running back. Um, and Kyle Yuschek, he's just a hybrid man. Yeah. You know he's he I, he's truly blossomed in uh, San Francisco. He's he's a truly great asset in um uh, San Francisco's um offensive package. You know I missed that I missed that he's um not with us no more. But hey, you know. Money talks, so you gotta you gotta do what's best for you. Oh yeah. All right, let's get to the wide receivers. A little bit more fun. Who who's your we'll just say our number one, then we'll talk about number two, then we'll talk about number three. So who's your number one wide receiver on this team? Gee, it's so many to pick from. Let's go with someone that actually had a decent career <laughs> with us. Um number one, I'm starting off with Hollywood Brown. Wow. Straight off the rip. Wow. That's the – he's the only wide receiver that we drafted that actually shows promise. The only wide receiver in Ravens history. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, if I got okay. Lamar, I got to have – I got to have Hollywood. I if, guess. I guess your talking, team does have Lamar on it. And, and if we're talking about the Wildcat package, too? Or emotions oh. all day. <laughs> okay. Okay. My number one, I'm going to go with somebody who is not afraid to block. I'm going with Ravens legend Anquan Bolden because, I mean, Ravens signed him as a veteran. He came in, pretty much brought us to the Super Bowl, pretty much won us the Super Bowl. I know we all talk about how great Joe was in that postseason, but Anquan Bolden was just as good, if not better. So I'm going to go with him as my number one wide receiver. Okay. Um, who do you have as your number two behind Hollywood? It actually would be Anquan. It would be Anquan, okay. Because you got to have – you have to have your power mixed with your speed. Yep. And with those two, Anquan Bolden is a great route runner. He he has great hands. Uh, with Mark, we, we already know with Hollywood, you know, you can't teach speed and defense eating gives secondaries nightmares. So with those two together, that's, that's a scary sight. Okay. Okay. So my number two is going to be, it's going to be Derek Mason. Mm. Um, Derek Mason is just somebody that when I first started liking the Ravens, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not super old or anything like that. I'm, I'm 20 years old. So my first Jersey Steve McNair jersey. Um, Derek Mason was playing in, in 2007, so right when I was kind of really getting into football. Right. And he was the guy on that that receiver team. And it's, he was never anybody that was just like this crazy great wide receiver, but he was somebody that played with awful quarterback play and performed. And so that's what I'm going to go with. Bit of a bigger wide receiver again, and I'm going to get him as my number two. So, but who do you have as your slot guy or your number three? One of your other guys can be slot, but who's your number three? I'm going with Steve Smith. Okay. I, I, would, I would take Steve Smith. I mean, it, the only thing is with Steve Smith and Marquise and Anquan someone's going to have to take less catches because we know how Steve Smith is. He wants his touches. And uh, Lamar, 
I can see Lamar say, look, man, that's my fault, big bro. I'm going to get you the ball. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Steve Smith, he can work anywhere. I mean, hell, what is he, 5'11"? And he works on the outside. And he, he just he's, – he's a wide receiver that plays running back. So, yeah. He's very, he's very, he's very nasty when he gets the ball. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm going with Steve Smith again. I mean, I've got Joe Flacco quarterback, and so the only other guy that I would maybe consider, you know what? I'm taking out Steve Smith. I like your idea about getting the touches. Those other guys are going to want touches. I'm going to throw in Joe Flacco's man, Torrey Smith, as my as my deep ball guy. Uh, while Hollywood, I know Hollywood's faster than than Torrey Smith and all that. But Torrey Smith was the Ravens used to be an offense where they were either going to run the ball up the middle or Joe Flacco was going to launch it. And he was launching it to Torrey Smith. And and that's the that's the kind of wide receiver trio I'm going to go with with Anquan Bolden and Derek Mason being being more underneath. And then Torrey Smith is going to take the top off the defense. And it's going to be fun to watch. So that that's my that's my three wide receivers. Okay. What about tight end? Alright, tight ends. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm oh. going with I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with Shannon Sharp. Yeah. I know I know we got him, you know. Late in his career, but I mean, he did produce a lot. Um, he helped coach up, you know, Todd Heat, and you know, Shannon Sharp helped helped us get to that first Super Bowl. So I'm going with Shannon for the first one. Yeah, I I would also go with Shannon. While he didn't play a lot with the Ravens, the Ravens designed their offense to be a Shannon Sharp offense. It's one of the few tight ends in real really history that an offense is designed around. Because if you look at like the Patriots or whatever, it wasn't designed around Gronk. It was designed around Brady. Whereas the Ravens offense, I'm sorry, it was it was Shannon Sharp. They didn't have many playmakers back then. Yes, right. they had Jamal Lewis, but, I mean, it was Shannon Sharp was the best player, even though he was still later in his career and the Ravens won a Super Bowl with him. So I would agree with that as my number one. Um, do we want to do a number two tight end? We can do a number two. All right. Who do you want at number two? That's the hard one. Because, I mean, think, we, we got to think about it. We had Dennis Pettit before the injury. Um, yep. We had Todd Heat. But out of all of them, I'm going to actually go with uh, – I'm going to go with Mark Andrews. Just for okay. the style of offense we're going for. He can give you a little bit of everything. but being another secondary nightmare and mismatch between safeties and linebackers, you know, and when he catches the ball, he got that second gear, man. Yeah. You, you, you would not think he's fast, but when he gets the ball, he's getting up the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Todd Heap and Pitta, very, very great Ravens, but I'm also going with the guy on the Ravens right now, Nick Boyle. I want a blocking tight end. To be my to be my number two because Shannon's going out on those routes and Nick Boyle doesn't care. He's gonna he's gonna block for you. He's gonna be happy about it. And in in the offense that I'm building is I want I want blockers. 
Absolutely. And Nick Boyle is a dog on the line. And that, that's who I want. And he's fun. I love watching him once he catches the ball because everyone gets so excited because it's like, oh, he's going to score this time. He finally did it. But I'm going with Nick Boyle. I want that blocking. I want right, that blocking. Dang, man, when I'm looking, I'm looking at this list. I, I mean, gee, we had a lot of guys. I mean, people forgot about Crockett Gilmore. Yeah, Ed Crockett Dixon Gilmore. as well. Another great guy. I mean, that just tells you what the Ravens' offense was. Let's throw, put a tight end seven yards over the middle and just check it down to him every time. And just a, and just the fact that we had Dallas Clark, you know, at the end at the end of his career. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, who do you want at, at center for oh. for this Ravens team? For you me, go ahead. it's Matt Burke. I was about to say, you got to go with the smartest man in the room. Yeah. Hardly grad, Matt Burke. <laughs> you got to go with the smartest man in the room. Yep. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with offensive linemen, so let's kind of go through these pretty quickly. Right. Um, what about let's pick two guards. Who do you want? Um, give me Marshall Yonda and Edwin Mulatalo. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with obviously Marshall Yonda. You, mm-hmm. you have to take Yonda. And then I'm going to, I'm going to throw in Kalechi Osemele. Mm. Um, a very, very good Raven. Didn't play with them a long time. He ended up going out to Oakland, but when he was playing, he was the high. He ended up becoming the highest paid guard in the history of football when he got paid. So he he was good. He he won the Super Bowl with the Ravens. I mean that's that's something. And he has the chemistry with Yonda and all that stuff. So you, that's why I'm going also with. you can also throw Ben Grubbs in there too. Yes, that was a, that was a nasty uh, guard as well. You know, I, I remember the days with Edwin Mulatalo and those guys up front. He was just he was big. He was solid. I mean, he was light on his feet, but you know, he was one of those guards that was that was very, very mean and tenacious. You know, how, you know how to take people off their feet when he uh when he was blocking. So yeah, that's why I definitely uh I definitely I definitely like all those picks. So I mean, those are, those are interchangeable, <laughs> especially Kalicho Osimile. You can put him oh, at yeah. tackle. So who do you, who do we want to tackle? Oh, man, let's talk about it. Um, we gotta go with the Hall of Fame at left. Gotta go with the Hall of Fame. Yes. With J- yes. J-O. Um, and at right tackle, I'm taking I'm taking uh Zeus Senior. I'm taking Big Zeus. Big Zeus. Oh yeah, I I I would totally agree with that. I mean, that was, that was, that's a nasty lineup. Can I put Can I put Zeus Junior at at tight end and just run the football? <laughs> Listen, if we was able to do something like that, matter of fact, put him in the backfield on the goal line. Put him in the oh, back my God. Ball. Actually, no, I saw his combine. I don't want him touching the football. His combine was <laughs> atrocious. Like the worst combine performance ever. Honestly, I feel like I, I feel like Lil Zeus knew what knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> he was like, I'm just I was supposed to be in a first round talent. I'm gonna be a third round pick. <laughs> All right, let's go to the defense. That's where this team's gonna get really good. Um, who do you want at defensive end? Or or why don't we just say defensive end? I yeah, we can go defensive end, or we can say pass rusher. I don't know whichever one. Damn. I mean the Ravens run three four, so I guess defensive um, end still interior pretty much. But, I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go old school. 
I'm taking T Sizzle. All right. And Adelius Thomas. All right. I like that. I like that. I was gonna save T Sizzle for my uh for my linebackers. Um uh, but I'm gonna go with a guy that has never played a snap for the Ravens. I'm gonna go, I want a D end, I'm gonna put Calais Campbell. Okay. And I mean, he fits the type of defense. I mean, he's six eight. He's 300 pounds, and he's been a pro bowler. He's been an all-pro. I mean, he's, he's been a great player in the NFL, and he's hopefully he's able to continue it. Maybe in a year I'm going to look like an idiot putting him on this team. But from what we see, I mean, I think he's been a pro bowler three years in a row. He's coming into the Ravens. And for anybody that doesn't know, I, I'm playing the Madden 21 beta right now, and I, I, mm-hmm. I had to check the overalls on the Ravens roster had to check and, and Calais was Calais was at a 95. Okay. Um, on the roster. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's good. The Ravens we'll take it. We'll take yeah. it. Yeah. And then the other guy is, I don't know who I want to go with at the defensive end. I mean, could you go T Suggs? I don't know. I, I was going to save him All for right. my linebacker. So I don't know who I would go with. Okay. So let's do that. We'll take we'll take T Sizzle out out of the defensive end pool. Okay, and we'll throw him into the linebacker. So yeah, we both get more. Yeah, I mean it's tough because the Ravens play three four, mm-hmm. so their ends are there's only they only really play one end on the end. Typically, right. it looks more like two D tackles. Like Kaloni Nada's sometimes listed as a defensive end. I'm like I think of him as a D tackle because he played in the inside, but he played D end in their in their scheme. And Brendan Williams played D end in their scheme, but yeah. he plays in the middle. So so for the edge, they really only have one edge guy. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say Calais Campbell, and then save the good pass rushers for the linebackers. But who do you who do you want at D tackle? At D tackle, I'm taking um. Oh man. It's, okay. I'm putting Haloti Nada as the edge rusher. And I'm putting Tony Saragusa in as my D tackle. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play two D. I'm switching this defense. Okay. Eh, I'm not uh, really gonna switch the defense, but my two guys playing on the inside mm-hmm. is gonna be Tony Saragusa. Okay. And Sam Adams. Because Sam Adams was 350 pounds, and you put that with Calais Campbell, who's 6'8", put that with, with Siragusa. I mean, that is a – I mean, I mean, you could also go Sam Adams with Brandon Williams. You can go just, Sam Adams with Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams with Sam uh, – with Kelly Gregg. Tony <laughs> Siragusa with Brent. It's so many interchange – like how you yeah. just – with the R. Ravens defense. You can literally use anybody and change and put in there, and they will be effective. The only yes. person that maybe disappointed me at defensive tackle is uh, Terrence Cody, who I thought was going to have a great career with us, yeah. with us. But you know, he showed flashes, but it wasn't consistent. But yeah. I mean, the way our defense is set up, you know, anybody can make anything happen. All right. Do you want to go? At, let's go to outside linebacker. Um. Like, so this will be the passer. So the first guy I'm going to bring out, I'm going to bring up T-Sizzle, obviously. Right. 
and then and then I'm going with with Peter Boulware. I mean, I think that just defines the Ravens right there. Peter Boulware, I think left then T Sizzle came in. I don't know if they had any overlap, but I know Peter yeah. Boulware was on that first Super Bowl. T Sizzle was on that second, and they were both accompanied by obviously the best Raven ever, Ray Lewis. But he's in the middle. But who do you have as your edge guys? This is so hard when it comes to the defense. It's, it's, because Adelius Thomas was a quiet assassin. But I already put him down, you know, as a defensive end. Yeah. So I'm going with I'm gonna go with Peter Bowler. Um of course I'm going with T Sizzle as well. But my sleeper pick as an outside linebacker that they're gonna put in the three technique is Paul Kruger. Yeah, Paul Kruger. When Paul Kruger got his when he finally got his footing in the NFL and, and the game started slowing down for him and he got stronger, man, you couldn't tell him nothing. You couldn't tell him nothing. He was getting to he was getting to the quarterback and he has a motor. And that's what we like. That's that's the type of uh linebackers we like here at the Ravens Nation. We oh, love yeah. guys with high motors that can get at the quarterback that just don't stop harassing the um the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, those oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to go with those guys as my outside linebackers. Okay, now let's go to inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. One guy, obvious, obvious, Ray Lewis. I mean, there's the, no debate, no debate. You would probably put him at linebacker for any team if you're building an all-time team. You're putting it inside linebacker. Uh, but who's the number two behind Ray Lewis? Who is it? You got to go with the next – you got to go with Boy Scott. I like it. That's I a, like it. That's a hitter. That's a oh, hitter, yeah. a trash talker. He played a good coverage. And people and people may say, you know, why we haven't seen CJ Mosley. Understand, we love the Ravens. But like we like we're saying, if we're trying to build a Super Bowl winning defense, we're talking about high motor players. We're talking about guys that are smart. We're talking about guys that just don't stop. And we're talking about guys that you know, I'm not going. I'm gonna throw it out there that stays healthy. Um, yep. And Ray Lewis didn't have too many injuries. If he did, he still was able to come back within the season. Um, Bart Scott, that was that was another one. You know, if he did have an injury, he'll still try to play through it. But um, yeah, that's my second. That's my second pick for middle linebacker. What about you? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, and also C.J. Mosley. He was only ever on one good Ravens defense, mm-hmm. um, and that was Lamar Jackson's rookie year. The Ravens yeah. had a pretty good defense, but that defense wasn't anything special. I think that was much more Dean P's defense, just listening to Dean P's. I, and also having Eric Weddle on that team. Like I don't just don't see him as that. He was never on that great defense. While he was a, a pro bowler multiple times, he was never that type of Ravens linebacker that just was a game wrecker or anything like that. But let's go to let's go to cornerback. Who's who's your number one cornerback for the Ravens? Give me uh Chris McAllister. Yep. I agree with that. <laughs> who who's next? Who's next after Chris McAllister? Who do you want? Let me look at this list, man. Let me look. <laughs> the, the problem is the the Ravens have had so many so many cornerbacks, so many safeties. 
I'm going to throw out I I don't care how old he was. Mm-hmm. Prime time. Oh. It's prime time. <laughs> no matter where he is, even when he's not rocking 21. Okay. Okay. I'm throwing out prime time. And my number three mm-hmm. will not be Jimmy Smith. Will not be Dwayne Starks. It's gonna be Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey is a physical corner that will press you and he will he will lock you up. And that's something that is very underrated. He's just incredibly underrated. And he's somebody that wouldn't only be able to play in this era. Like somebody like a Marcus Peters may only be able to play in the modern era. Yeah. I think Marlon Humphrey is somebody who can play whenever and he can pretty much guard anybody currently in the NFL. I mean, he may struggle against like Randy Moss or something like that, but like he can pretty much guard anybody in history. He's big, he's fast, he's physical, and he and he makes plays. So that's who I'm going with as my number two corner. Or number three, actually. Dion was my number two. Man. Dion. Actually, Dion will be my be my nickel. Okay. My slot corner. He's gonna give people hell regardless. Yes. Um gee. I mean you could always throw Ladarius Webb in there. Yep. I'm just thinking. I mean, I wouldn't say Ta- I would say Tavion Young, but Tavion Young here, yeah, man. Just because of the injuries, I can't. I can't even throw him in that talk. Um, I definitely love. I, I definitely love the uh, Deion Sanders um, pick. I definitely would use Deion Marcus hum- Marcus Humphreys. Um, yeah, you talking about? That's 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 a that's a that's a that's a trio that you can put against any wide receiver core, I think in any time of football history that actually will go ahead and just go out there and hey look, I know which route you're going and I'm gonna go with you. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And then with Dion bringing that swagger to someone like a Chris McAllister and someone to uh Marlon Humphrey, having him be in that presence of those two guys. All they're gonna do is feed all that energy, and because they know they're playing with, you know, a Hall of Famer, they're gonna to want to set that game up. So it's it's, it's gonna be like competition within themselves, and still, you know, playing together, uh, good defense. So yeah. nah, man, I def I definitely will agree with that. Now let's talk about the safeties, though. Okay. I mean, of course we know, of course we know every, but let's go to the let's go to the other guys. I I'll bring up. I'll bring up the Steeler. Rod Woodson, I'm putting him with Ed Reed. Okay. I mean, that is a that is the type of secondary that will get so many interceptions. I mean, I can't even fathom. I think Rod Woodson had seven interceptions in one season with the Ravens. Mm. Ed Reed has had. I don't know what it is. I think he had nine one year. I think was the most he ever had in one season with the Rams yeah. was nine. That's 16 interceptions out of two guys. And obviously the Ravens, like that secondary. But there is, there's a couple of other guys that you could throw in there as the heavy hitters. As the heavy hitters. Let's talk, let's talk about them then. Let's talk about them. Um, I think I'm going to start off with Will Hill. Now, people forget about Will Hill a lot because Will Hill was in a lot of damn trouble. Um, <laughs> yep. But when he was on the field, he would not only get interceptions, he would knock your block off. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going with Will Hill. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the real heavy hitter for for last. I'm gonna let you go ahead, Matt. I'm gonna go with Dewan Landry because I want him. I mean, he played with Ed Reed for for a while. I mean, he was Ed Reed's number two, and that tandem worked. <laughs> I mean, that tandem worked maybe better than any safety tandem ever. I mean, they just because he was just going to let Ed Reed be Ed Reed. Whereas the only issue I have, like having Rod Woodson and Ed Reed is both of them may go rogue and try and do something <laughs> like that's Like they'll both go for one guy going over the middle or something. Cause they both want that pick, but I'm going to throw out Landry because I just want him. But I mean, the Ravens have had a plethora of great safeties, even in recent times. I mean, they've had Eric Weddle and Earl Thomas, I think both of them were on the all-decade team. <laughs> it's like – and neither of them are even in consideration for for this Man. spot. But I'm going to go – and then my second one, I said I'm going to leave the heaviest hitter in the secondary in Ravens history, in my opinion. Um, and most outspoken Raven as well, Bernard Pollard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If anybody remembers that run – I think it was Shane Vereen. And uh, I think he made, made him shit himself. <laughs> it was one of those moments like, I think, I think, he, I think he shit himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bernard Pollard was truly a heavy hitter. If you wanted someone from the secondary in a purple and black uniform to bring the hammer, to bring that thump, he was that man. Oh, he didn't yeah. care about the ball. He all he in his locker. I can imagine who his targets was for that week. And he had his he probably had his music going. He probably eating, thinking about yeah, you know I'm gonna take this guy out this way. I'm gonna take oh, that yeah. guy out that way. And when it's game time, under the lights, whether it's uh, in the afternoon at one o'clock, he was knocking someone out. And was Bernard Pollard uh, part of that Super Bowl run as well? Um, I th- I don't he- know off the top of my head, but I I think he was. I think he was, but I I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know, but I think he was. But let's let's move on to the uh, kickers, and I'm gonna nominate my guy, Billy Cundiff. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not throwing out Billy Cundiff. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a real worst take right there, man. <laughs> Obviously, Justin Tucker. I mean, most accurate kicker in history. Right. Like, why would you not take Tucker? Um, so what about punter? Unless you have a different kicker you want to nominate. Uh, my second one my second one would be Matt Stover. That's the best two kickers we had in Ravens history. Uh JT and uh Matt Stover. Um, I'm actually going with Dave Zastadil. Far as punter okay. wise, okay. Played played about four years with the Ravens. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the guy that that's played 15 years with the Ravens. Invented elite punter. I mean, it's Sam Cook. Um, but obviously, it doesn't really matter. I mean, punter doesn't matter as much. But right. let, let's go. Let's go to the f- last position. I'm sorry, Morgan Cox, but we're not gonna talk about long snappers. <laughs> We are going to we're going to talk about return men. 
So who do you want as your Ravens return, man? Oh, man. It's, it's between Ed Reed or Yaman Figures. Okay. But I'm definitely taking Ed Reed as number one. And maybe Jacoby Jones. I would have Jacoby Jones as my kickoff. And at my punt returner, I don't think he ever returned a punt for a touchdown for the Ravens, but I don't care because everybody will always be afraid of Devin Hester. I think he played one year with the Ravens, and even in that one year, it wasn't like he was this guy. I mean, obviously it wasn't Chicago, but ever since Chicago, Devin Hester, just nobody punted to him. Like, you just didn't punt to Devin Hester. No matter how old he was, you don't punt. It's a, re- it's a respect thing. Yeah. It's like when you, it's like watching when it's like uh, in baseball when you know you got that heavy hitter that hits home runs. Yeah, I'm walking you. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I don't even care how, how old he was, you're walking right. him. I mean, how? I mean, what was his name? I think, I think we had Ralph. I think the Orioles had Rafael Pomero, and he was more up in age. And Rafael Pomero was one of those heavy hitters that really would knock it out the park. And at his age, they would walk him. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, definitely. All right. That – I guess I guess we can do one final thing. Who's coaching this team? Who do you want coaching the team? Um, I think there's two coaches that you could mention. I mean, there's really only two good um, coaches in the history of the Ravens. So, who do you want coaching you your team? What? Forget it. I'm going with Jim. I, I mean, excuse me, not Jim. Sorry. My guy. My – my bad. Only time I will win Jim on the team unless John is coaching him. So sorry. <laughs> but okay, I'm I'm going with John. I mean, um, with all this flair and personality and just pure raw talent, I feel like John doesn't even have to coach. He can just let these guys go out there and play. Yeah, I think I think you went with a with a kind of a new school approach. You got Lamar and Hollywood, and that that's really John's thing. I'm gonna go with Brian Billick. And that's mostly because the type of team I built is a we're going to be a slow offense and we are going to just destroy you on defense. And, that, I mean, that's what Brian Billick coached when the Ravens yeah. won the Super Bowl. I mean, that was the whole thing. So I'm going with him. But, I mean, either one's going to win with this team, obviously. So well, in, like- that era, in that era with your team, I actually see multiple Super Bowls back-to-back in that era. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, So that's pretty much it for today's episode. Um, Do you want to hit them with the outro, Joshua? Well, Ravens Nation, you know what time it is. Um, We thank y'all for checking in with us and uh, listening to us. Um, It's been good to talk about the all-time Ravens team, the superior team, (laughs) so to speak. Um, Definitely check us out on Spotify and iTunes now. so uh, follow me at skyslemon 39 Matt, give him the uh, Twitter at for the worst at take. the worst take net on Twitter for me. I run that page, but yeah, check us out. All right, Ravens Nation, you heard it, man. Y'all have a great one. <laughs>